Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Oh, the Bucks. Who would have ever thought the Buccaneers would be carrying the torch for the state of Florida? In the NFL playoffs, Jags gone, Dolphins gone, Buccaneers still alive. Let's head over to Tampa, talk to the most profound uh, Buccaneers writer out there. He covers the Buccaneers. He covers the NFC South for Fox Sports. He's a friend of the show. We love talking to Greg Allman. We love reading Greg Allman. You can check out all of his uh, Bucks coverage at foxsports.com. Greg Allman, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, Mike. Thanks. I'm doing well. Thanks for the uh, kind intro there. Absolutely. Um, Before we get started on the Buccaneers themselves, um, one of the big stories over in Tampa this week was a question that was asked of Todd Bowles in a press conference a couple of days ago. KV, can you play Greg Allman? The question? The weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. Um, no, nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing, so we'll be okay. All right, Greg, one of the one of the dumber questions ever asked in a press conference setting. I, I you know, I've been in these press conferences before. I just want to know what the vibe in the room was among the other reporters when the question is being asked. Yeah, unfortunate um is not somebody who's around the team that regularly. So, again, you mm-hmm. hope that most people in an NFL press conference know that the Lions play in the Dome. Uh, but, no, we've kind of all been there. We've all, you know, tragically overlooked some key piece of information and left that out of our thought presses and asking <laughs> what seems like a good question. Um, and it kind of was one of those where because the question, like, unfolded over, like, 30 seconds, you had to yeah. be like, oh, my God, she doesn't realize her in the Dome. Uh, I thought Todd was really kind of gracious to, to handle yeah. it as kindly. He's, he's generally a good guy that way, but uh, some other coaches probably would have been a little harsher in their response to uh, to that in real time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought Baker Mayfield handled himself uh, really good as well. Who was the uh, uh, who was the lion safety who took a shot at him? It's uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, yeah so yeah, he took a Mayfield. shot at Baker, May- ba- Baker Mayfield saying, listen, if the Bucks had a quarterback, they'd be essentially saying, if the Bucks had a quarterback, they'd be really dangerous. Um, and Baker Mayfield took the high road on that question, did he not? He did, he did. It's like, uh, I guess they had C.J. last week, and, and he said, he kind of rattled off, oh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, and, and to his credit, Mayfield pointed out that Russell Gage um, put 
tore his ACL in August and hasn't played it down all season. So Baker <laughs> made a point to say maybe he's not keeping that close tabs on the Bucks if he's talking about <laughs> Russell Gage being part of this receiving core. So he said he's, he's probably watching preseason tape. He's got to watch more tape. So, yeah, Baker had a little fun with that one. I'm sure he'll, uh, again, it's playoff football. You don't really need more motivation, but it's always kind of funny when um, you get a random slight like that just to ramp somebody up a little bit more. Okay, let's talk about Baker Mayfield. Obviously, a huge game last week. 350-some passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, He has obviously emerged as one of the big stories in these playoffs. This is sort of his redemption tour this season. What does Baker Mayfield's performance this year mean for him next year? We've been talking about whether Tua is going to get a big contract after this season. What about Baker Mayfield? He's a bargain at $4 million a year. How much money has he made this season? Uh, He's helped himself a lot here in the last couple games. I think once they clinch that division title, you know, to see him lead them through that, and now, of course, after a playoff win, yeah, he's really set himself up where he'll be in good position to be the guy here moving forward. Um, and it's neat. I mean, it's one of those where, you know, Baker had been with, whatever, three teams in 2022. Um, so to be able to kind of land on your feet, you know, if this doesn't go well in Tampa, he might not really have another shot to go into a camp and, and be a starting quarterback. So for him to have, you know, career highs in touchdowns and passing yards, and, you know, lead a team not only into the playoffs, but to beat the defending NFC champs is a really cool thing. And I think, uh, you know, I think he's going to want to have the the continuity and the familiarity of being in a city he likes, with a team he likes, and coaches that believe in him. So I don't know what the money will be. It'll be a lot more than $4 million a year, but uh, I think he'll be back. What is – what – I mean, just speculating here. What would be like – like he's not going to get the, you know, the – you know the Joe Burrow type money, but what would be a contract for somebody like like Baker Mayfield? You know, I mean, I think that the easy starting point is is the deal that Geno Smith got last year with Seattle. He kind of had a similar uh, renaissance. You know, Baker's about three years younger than Geno was. He's probably done a little bit more, but Geno got you know three years and seventy five million. You know, basically uh, basically twenty five million a year, and and it's one of those where it's tricky in that. It, you don't know who the Bucks are bidding against, right? I mean, there's lots of teams that need a quarterback, but I don't know how how quickly Baker would want to take a leap and go to another city and another team and yet know how it's going to work out. So I think the fact that he knows what he has here, you know, the other thing is if he gets, you know, an extra $8 million a year here, but it means they can't keep Mike Evans or they can't keep Antoine Winfield. Um, I think part of why this has been a great season for him is, is the supporting cast around him and being able to win and lead this team to another division title. So, he might not need the absolute uh, break-the-bank max contract to be happy and to know he's got uh, a good, you know, continuity-type situation for the next couple of years. Plus, Todd Bowles has, I mean, he, Todd Bowles is, you know, Todd Bowles named him the starter, stuck by him even when they were struggling maybe a little bit mid-season. So he's got a, he, he's got a light playing for Todd Bowles, you would think. Oh, yeah. Not only Todd Bowles, I mean, Mike, uh, Dave Canales, you know, their, their offensive coordinator is a first-time coordinator, a first-time play caller, um, has, you know, done a really good job of finding an offense that kind of suits Mayfield's strengths, you know, protects his vulnerabilities. You know, he, for him to have as few interceptions as he's had this year, um, you know, I think they've done a really good job of catering this offense to, to him and what he does well. Um. 
Speaking of Todd Bowles, I mean, this has sort of been a redemption tour for him as well, even though it's only his second season. I mean, there, there was talk that if, if, if the Bucks sort of, you know, bottomed out this year that they may make a coaching change. But Todd Bowles, man, what a job he has done holding this team together. Uh, they were sort of left for dead at some points during the season, but he's done a hell of a coaching job, hasn't he? I think so. I mean, so many ups and downs in this season for the Bucks. I mean, they they come out of the gates with no expectations, and they go three and one. And everybody's excited and thinks they're for real, and then they lose six of seven. I mean, they're a four and seven team, where you know Bulls is probably on the outside looking in for, for the division. Um, lots of people speculating he'd be done at the end of the season, and they win four in a row, and they you know get a win in the last week of the season to clinch the division title. He's the only coach in Bucks history to make the playoffs in each of his first two years. Um, yeah, I think he, he's really done a lot. I think kind of his even keel demeanor has helped them. You know, there isn't a I mean, even though the season's had a lot of highs and lows, you know, Bowles goes from about four to six in terms of his, you know, on field, on camera demeanor. He's kind of the same guy no matter what. And I think that helps when you have a team that, that's dealing with so much wild swings up and down. Talk about the Bucks matchup with the Lions. Obviously, that's in Detroit indoors. By the way, uh, in De- in Detroit, um, what is the main concern? What do the Bucks have to do to win this game? I guess. Yeah, they played Detroit and Tampa in Week Six, and it wasn't pretty. Uh, I mean, Detroit won it twenty to six. Really dominated them. Um, you know, Detroit's got a great team. They, they've looked the part. I think they've kind of caught the city on fire. You know, getting their first playoff win in whatever it is thirty two years. Uh, so it's going to be a hostile place to play. They're talking about tickets being uh, like upwards of a thousand dollars on average. Wow. Expensive seat. Um, yeah, Detroit hasn't had much postseason football to be excited about. So this is a big thing for them. Uh, young team has rookies all over the field. Uh, Laporta and Jameer Gibbs, Brian Branch, Jack Campbell. Um, it's going to be tough. Um, I think they're going to have to come out. You know, offensively, they have to do so much better than the first game. I think they went two for twelve on third down in the first game. Uh, just didn't have much control of the game. I think from a time of possession standpoint, from a number of plays standpoint, so their run game is a lot better than it was, you know, back in October when they faced them. So that's a good starting point. If they can do like they did against the Eagles and come out and get a big lead and have it ten nothing after two drives, that'll take some of that crowd aspect out of the game, make it a little bit easier to play up there. But it's going to take another game like they had against the Eagles to play really well to beat this Detroit team. Also, uh, Todd Bowles, obviously a defensive-minded coach, former defensive coordinator. Uh, talk about the evolution of the Bucks' defense this year. Yeah, uh, it's like down the stretch here. I want to say last six games they were the number two defense in the NFL. Uh, give up like 16 points a game, pitch a shutout. I mean, it's Carolina, so it's a bad team, but that's, that's the Bucks' first shutout in 13 years. Um, you know, take really? the Eagles, obviously, yeah, it is. 13 years, 2010 wow. was the last one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think the Eagles obviously had been struggling down the stretch, but I really felt like the Eagles' defense had been the problem. I felt like Tua was still a dangerous quarterback. Not Tua, sorry. Jalen Hurts was, was still a dangerous quarterback. And, and they held the Eagles to nine points. They held the Eagles to 13 first downs. I mean, they barely got anything done in the run game. Um, you know, 0 for 9. Eagles went 0 for 9 on third down. Fourth team in NFL playoff history to not have a third down conversion in a playoff game. And I think that that's a testament to Bowles being a, a creative defensive guy who can come up with a plan they don't expect, uh, move guys around, 
Um, you know, I think they're also getting healthy too. This defense has kind of had one guy or another sitting out or missing games most of the year. So they're probably about as healthy as they've been right now, which helps things. So Greg, uh, talking to Greg Allman, uh, covers the Buccaneers in the NFC South for Fox Sports. You can read him at foxsports.com. So we did a, t- a poll before the season, all right? And the yeah. poll was um, which state of Florida NFL quarterback would you rather have starting for your team? And we had Trevor Lawrence, Tua, Baker Mayfield, all right? And Baker Mayfield finished last in that poll, all right? So we're doing it again today, and we're going to go over the results here momentarily. Yeah. How would you vote on that poll today? Uh, I think it'd be hard. I mean, it's, you know, Trevor Lawrence has been so ups and down. He, yeah, I, he certainly would have been my pick going into the year, but right. you know, he had a wobbly year. Tua is prolific, don't get me wrong. I think Tua has, you know, made full advantage of having Terry Hill and, and Waddle and having just an absolute star studded offense all around him. Uh, I guess I'd probably go with Baker just because I think, you know, in terms of leadership, I think he's kind of captured this team better than the other two have. Um, probably he's not, like I said, probably not going to throw for 450 yards in the game the way Tua might. But, uh, you know, it just the, the Bucks have really rallied around him. Um, he's toughed through a bunch of injuries this year um, and just pulled out wins is just what's the most important thing. I, it's surprising. I think with a week or two to go in the season, it looked like there could be you know, three Florida teams hosting playoff games. I was going to duck down to Miami, and unfortunately, Jacksonville and Miami just couldn't close it out. So, no, I think the big difference is, is last week of the season, um, kind of win or go home, the Bucks were the ones that got it done. Absolutely. Greg Allman, read all of his stuff at foxsports.com. Greg, we always appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, no problem, Mike. Have a good one. Thanks again. All right, right around the corner, speaking of those polls, go vote on those at 96.9 Game On on the Twitter slash X machine. We're going to vote on those polls next on Open Mic. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.